Hey, everybody, it's me, Will. You know, in the episode you're about to hear, we didn't get a chance to talk about this because the news did not break until we were done recording. But it has been revealed that there is a new Scream movie coming to us via Spyglass Entertainment. Now, we've been repping Scream for years. Our commentary tracks are available on Patreon. Uh, We've got the artwork in literally every single episode of the show that we have done in the video version. Uh, We talk nonstop about Scream. I got my job with the company Huntakiller because of a Scream script and treatment that I wrote for how I would continue the franchise. It is our destiny to be involved with Scream. So here's what I'm looking for. All of you, please help us in a campaign to get attention from Spyglass Entertainment so that we can be involved with this new movie, be it a reboot, be it a sequel, whatever form it takes, we must, we must be involved. So please use the hashtags Justice for Ghostface or Ghost is for Justface or like Will and Kristen are screaming. I don't know. Let's get their attention. Let's let them know that we mean business. And all of you, if you have not checked it out, go to talkbomb.com slash scream so that you can watch my video. You can read my script and treatment for how I would reboot Scream. Uh, it gets much bigger than that in my mind. And uh, hey, we got to be involved. So thank you all for that. I hope that you can support us. Uh, and with all that having been said, enjoy the show. But him and- talking to like a monkey sidekick? Mm. No. Yes. No. Yes. Hello. Welcome to Guides of the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm her brother, William. And as promised on last week's show, we're going to be talking about the Haunted Mansion, that Disney attraction that is at the ones in California, in Florida, Tokyo, Paris, and Hong Kong, and we're going to go over all of them. It's gone global, and now it's gone to Guide to the Unknown. That's right. But first, I want to remind you guys that you can find us on patreon.com slash gttupod if you like what we're doing here and you want to hear even more of it, because we have a special bonus episode that comes out on the 15th of every month for our Netherworld Warriors, people Mm -hmm. who donate a minimum of $4 a month to the show. And in addition to that, we sprinkle little extras here and there whenever we feel like it so it's pretty sweet you can download an rss link that you can add into your podcast app so that those bonus episodes pop up right in your podcast app as soon as they come out and it's a whole extra episode of the show every month yeah and just to give a sneak preview of things that are coming up in the future Mm -hmm. uh the movie doctor sleep yeah comes out this week if you're listening to this show as it drops it's in theaters right now uh, Kristen and I are going to see it. We're going to talk about it together. And I think, I think it might make its way over to patreon.com slash GTTU pod. Yes, that's yeah. the plan. So yeah, head over there. You can follow us all over social media at GTTU pod. And now let's start to launch into things. Yeah. But what we're going to launch into, William, is that as we record, it's a special little boy's birthday. I'm a little boy. He's a little boy. William is 33 years young today. He doesn't look a day over 53, and I think we should celebrate him. That's some so. pretty good. That's some pretty good roasting right there. Thank you. Now, I know that William really enjoyed it when we did our special 100th episode and we gave each other quizzes. It was a super fun thing. So I went searching on BuzzFeed to find a quiz that would work for Will's birthday and work for the show, hoping that I could find something that's like spooky enough and birthday enough that it would fit. Great. And what I found was a quiz to find out what's the worst thing that will happen to you this year. Oh, God. So I thought, let's apply that to this year of your life. To this coming year? Yes. 
to your 33rd year, what's the worst thing that'll happen to you? Oh, Let's no. find out. So the quiz's little teaser line is barring death, dismemberment, disease, or other tragedy, this horror is almost certainly in store for you before the year ends. Do you dare take this quiz and find out your fate? Yes. Well, do you? I guess I have to. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. Let's do it. Let's find out what's in store. <laughs> All right, great. So, Will, yes. what's your worst nightmare? And there are options. You know, oh, okay, free... okay. I was going to say. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Being embarrassed in public, public speaking, dying alone, dating an a-hole, being ostracized by your friends, failing at your job. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. My, but my worst fear. But, you know, within... It would stink to fail at my job. Yes, but I, I think being ostracized okay. would be pretty rough. I'm going to yeah, include, that's... it says friends, but I'm going to say like friends, fam. I don't want to be an outcast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Being ostracized. Um, oh, man. They they snuck an ad in here. It said, <laughs> I was about to read it. What do you love most about the People's Choice Awards? Forget that. <laughs> okay. Which chore do you most want to avoid? Okay. Going to the gym, grocery shopping, commuting, cooking, cleaning, doing laundry. Um, probably doing laundry is so specific. It's mm-hmm. it's like a micro task compared to cleaning, which is everything. Yes, that's broad. So I'm going to say cleaning. Okay. Oh, oh, God, this is a visual one. Oh, God. Okay. All okay. right. Well, tell me. What scares you the most? <laughs> okay. There's a picture of when you go to open up a carton. In this case, it's of orange juice, and it doesn't open all the way. There's that little uh, okay. kind of thing of cardboard still there. Yeah, like paper, paper right. rippies. Yeah. Right. There's a snake that looks like it is coming out of the ceiling and going toward you in the shower. Doesn't sound good. Don't want that. Nope. There is a dog with kind of like a humanish face superimposed on it. What? Can it looks I see freaky. that? Yep. Ew. Ew. I don't yeah. like it. Okay. Nope. There uh, a bunch of doll heads, like old dirty doll heads, a tattoo of Adam Duritz from Counting Crows, what? and a girl holding a Furby while there's a giant Furby behind her. So which one of these things scares you the most? <laughs> what is this? So you didn't particularly vet this very much. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the dog-human hybrid. Okay. I like that tattoo of the Counting Crows guy, though. Yeah, I do, too. That's sick. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man, this is way more... Vi- I should have vetted this better. Wh- which fashion statement do you find most troubling? Okay. There's a guy wearing, um, like, short jean shorts, very short ones, and a kind of uh, crop top. There's a guy wearing extremely tight pants that leave little to the imagination. There is a lady who's wearing all leopard print, but the leopard prints don't match, and she's with a toddler who's also wearing all leopard print. There's a guy wearing clothes with the American flag all over them and an American flag bag and a hat. Okay. There is somebody sitting with their butt crack hanging out a little bit. And there's a like teenage boy, or maybe a little bit older, hopefully, wearing like a flowing big silk shirt unbuttoned and I guess a sleep mask on his forehead. What? William, which of these fashion choices do you find the most troubling um most troubling i i think i might have to go with you know the american flag person mm-hmm. i'm a patriot sure i love our country yeah um but i think that one the memification of like people like dressing up wearing american flag bandanas and clothes on the fourth of july to uh-huh. be wacky it kind of annoys me yeah okay so let's go with that okay what annoys you the most 
slow walking people in front of you on the sidewalk. That's a big one. People with more than 10 items in the grocery express lane. That is me. When someone's bag takes up a whole seat on a crowded bus. Might also be me. When people talk loudly on their phones in public. When people stand on the wrong side of the escalator. And close talkers. Uh, definitely the slow walkers okay. in front of you on the sidewalk. I got places to be. Okay. Um, which vintage recipe upsets you the most? Tuna and jello pie, ham and bananas hollandaise, hot dog fondue, perfection salad, which looks like a bunch of salad within a jello mold, lobster relish, or liver sausage pineapple? I hate them all. I'm yeah. going to go with the first one. What was that? Tuna and jello pie. Correct. I hate that. Okay. And pick a superstition. Find a penny, pick it up. Don't walk under ladders. Bad luck comes in threes. Let's hope not for your sake. Yeah, 33. Three, three. Knock on wood. Don't take umbrellas inside or avoid black cats crossing your path. Or am I picking this because I like it or because I'm afraid of it? Uh, I don't know. Just, just pick a superstition. Yeah. I'm going to go bad things come in threes. Okay. 33. That's a third three. Yep, yeah. Appropriate. Okay. What character trait is most obnoxious? People who are always late. People who correct your grammar. People who chew with their mouths open. People who talk too loudly. People who talk during movies. People who steal stuff from your fridge. People who talk during movies. Mm-hmm. Which is also me. Yeah, well, man, this quiz is longer than I would have thought. Pick a cute Australian animal. And then there are six animals. Right, I don't even know how one. to describe them. So William is just going to pick the animal he finds most cute. Koala, wombat, stink oh, dog, wow, uh, luna bee, what? wallaboat. <laughs> <laughs> and they just, they sound real. Yeah. I'm going with this like seal. Okay. Uh, which of these things is the most frustrating? A oh. spoon that landed in soup, a water fountain with crust on it, um, garbage? All right, give it to me. Give it to me. Which Just pick one first. I'm sorry. Okay, pick one me. first. Uh, my spoon landed in my soup. Okay. 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 Here we go. Okay. You got, uh-oh, boy, this is, this, this portends a, a year with a lot of twists and turns for you. You got, you will fall victim to the world's worst kisser. Oh. Everything will be going really, really, really well. And then out of nowhere, it'll all go south as the world's worst kisser strikes again on you. There will be no turning back. There will be no kissing ever again. The memory will be too hard to erase. Avoid lips at all costs this year. I don't like that. I, I'm, no. I'm married. I know. That's what I'm saying. So who this, the hell is this? I don't know. Unless it's, you know, you're still married to Allie yeah. in the situation, but somebody just kind of bombards you. Right. Right. I'm going to well, say this. No one kiss me. Sorry to don't, hear. Well, I, I'm, I might even like all of you. No one really even touch me. <laughs> I'll shake your hand. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Now, let's move on to some facts about the number 33 real quick. Oh God, okay. Real quick. William, this is your birthday. We have to celebrate. We're supposed to ignore that it's your birthday? Uh -huh. So this is from a website that I'm not sure I should have been on. Um, it was kind of a conspiracy theory sort of website. Oh, no. I might be on the list. It's weirdly called Debt to Success System. And it seems like it had some articles about how to get out of debt. But then a bunch of stuff about like the end of the world and and <laughs> so who cares about the illuminati if everybody thinks the world's about to end right who cares i guess uh so here are some facts about the significance facts uh the significance of 33 from the article everything changes at 33 apparently based on the way your year's gonna go numerology and occult symbolism and these are gonna be all direct quotes in spiritual numerology, 33 symbolizes the highest spiritual conscious attainable by the human being. And that was written by Elizabeth Van Buren in the book The Secret of the Illuminati. So it's all downhill after this? Um, yeah, if that's the highest 
spiritual consciousness or do you reach that and you stay there? Oh, is maybe. it downhill or is it a plateau? Yeah, is plateau. It, do you feel like you've stepped down since you've been 33? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> um, at the Vatican, there are 32 archways on each side of the courtyard with a giant obelisk in the middle. Hmm. The Pope's cassock has 32 buttons and his head represents the 33rd. His head is the it 33rd It represents a button. button. <laughs> That's why I grabbed it. <laughs> the United Nations flag shows the globe divided into 33 sections encircled by olive branches. Okay. 33rd degree Mason Buzz Aldrin and son of 33rd degree Mason Neil Armstrong Jr. supposedly performed a Masonic ceremony 33 minutes after arriving on the moon, held the Masonic flag and took pictures of each other. What? 33rd degree Mason director James Cameron at attended the Houston, Texas opening of his film Titanic, which began playing at exactly 3.33 p.m. Whoa. The human foot has 33 joints. The human spine has 33 vertebra. The number of turns in a complete sequence of human DNA equals 33. The Masonic Great Seal with the Latin New World Order was added to the dollar bill in 1933. Wow. And we'll end on this. Appropriately, Walt Disney was a 33-degree Freemason, and Disneyland has a Club 33. Yeah, that's right. Club mm -hmm. 33. What is that? So I looked it up. There, There isn't like a definite answer to what the deal is. It's like the secret adults only club at Disney. Right. And people say that it's either uh, it either signifies like the 33 members of the Disney board. It could be that 33 looks like MM for Mickey Mouse turned on its side. Okay. Or it also could signify like the 33 members of the board who said, let's keep the club open after Walt Disney died. Oh, okay. I mean, sure. Yeah. Whatever. I, I once went on a Disney cruise and we, uh, quite frankly, at uh, I think one night we just sort of like broke off and tried to mm -hmm. find areas we shouldn't be in. Yeah. And I, I really wanted to find out if like there was a Club 33 room on the, or something. Ooh, yeah. that'd be cool. I know. I didn't turn up anything. Yeah. I'll well, have to try again. I'd like to go on another cruise. Yeah. You have to dig deeper. Get at me, Walt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get in touch. Yeah. I'll unfreeze your head for you. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's get into um, the Haunted Mansion mm -hmm. after that wonderful birthday celebration. Yes. Thank you very much, Chris. You're welcome. Thanks for being around. Well, and thanks, Mom, for having him. Yeah, thanks, Mom, mm -hmm. for putting me here on this right. planet, on this great glowing blue orb we call planet That's Earth. right. Well, it turns out that the birthday celebrations may not be over yet mm. because uh, Kristen got this album for me. It is a Haunted Mansion story album with music and everything and bits of narration, That's but not right. only is it uh, a, a musical album, uh, authentically from 1969, the very mm -hmm. year that the Haunted Mansion opened. Yep, I got it on eBay. It's also a booklet. And the booklet has uh, different like amazing like a uh, uh, full page spreads with yeah, it's uh, really cool art that's in the style of the ghost that you see in the haunted mansion yes and so there's this one page where you're looking down on sort of like a banquet table and all these ghosts are partying and they have chalices and they're swinging from chandeliers and the text says here in the great hall a very strange birthday party Ooh. is taking place some ghosts appear and disappear while others waltz and frolic about the room my, my. So the Haunted Mansion may perhaps be mm -hmm. a birthday party. A birthday story. And I got this for your birthday in uh, 2016, I think. That's right. Yeah. yeah a few years back. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's 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 awesome. But I, I couldn't believe that the Haunted Mansion story may be a birthday party. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, okay, so 
Uh, let's talk about the original ride a little bit. Yes. Um, there were a few people out there that were really excited uh, when we said last week we might be covering the Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. in the future. Uh, uh, in particular, uh, maybe I'll start with Alicia, who asked me to please cover a short film that was made called Missing in the Mansion. Oh, So I looked this up. She said that if we're fans of the Blair Witch Project, and of course we are, Mm -hmm. uh, we might enjoy this. So I looked it up. It's just out on YouTube. Um, It is a short film that was made in 2012 um, by the Dawes Brothers. And it tells a story of three friends that go to um, the Haunted Mansion ride in Disney. And as they're waiting online to get in and everything, they're talking to each other about the story of um, a little kid named Josh Mm -hmm. whose ashes were sprinkled on the ride. Oh yeah. 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 That's a big urban legend. Yes. I, well, I also think it happened, but I've also heard that if you sprinkle your ashes on like the space ride or whatever it's called Mm -hmm. space mountain, space mountain, uh, they can see they have like night vision in there. They'll just like sweep up the person's ashes and throw them away. It's a biohazard. (laughs) Of course it is. Can't be putting your relative's bones in there. Yeah. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. You should really like bake them into a disc or something that you could easily drop somewhere if you wanted to get your relative's ashes somewhere like that where you're not supposed to have them. Bake into a disc? Yeah. That's that's bizarre. (laughs) It's going to be too big a tell if you're like flinging loose ashes yeah i I mean i guess that's true you gotta find a way isn't there a thing where you can turn your uh your ashes into diamonds i think so like turn it into like a little crystal yeah and then place that crystal somewhere where it blends in with other crystals somehow you need to solidify it and then you can just give it a plunk yeah yeah Yeah. that might be the way to do it Mm -hmm. so um the three friends go in there's one person who's filming and the other two are a couple okay uh the guy has just proposed they kind of get into an argument on the ride um, and then the, there's actual ghostly stuff that happens. I'm not going to spoil the, yeah. the full story. You can all check it out. Look it up. It's called Missing in the Mansion. How long is it? <sighs> 10 minutes. Cool. Yeah, it's very short. Sweet. Um, it's definitely uh, uh, influenced by the Blair Witch. It starts with the title card kind of thing that says, you know, three people were filming in Disneyland. Their, okay. their camera was later found. Um, and uh, it's just fun because you can tell that it was guerrilla style filmmaking. They mm-hmm. snuck into the park. They were filming when they shouldn't be. Yeah. I watched a behind the scenes featurette about how they pulled off certain things. And it's like, yes, a bunch of it was filmed in the park without anybody's permission, whatever. But the way that we pulled off certain special effects are that we built our own. The things that you sit in mm-hmm. in the ride are called Doom buggies, D-O-O-M buggies. And so they built their own at home so that they could film. Like reaction shots of the couple in there and splice it in with footage from the ride to make it feel a little more real, which is very clever and very creative. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And they actually ended up making a sequel to the story where like the ghosts from the Haunted Mansion follow a kid home. That's cool. Yeah. Which is kind of wacky. So check it out. It's the Dawes Brothers Missing in the Mansion. Sweet. 2012. And honestly, I think it's just part of the, the sort of fact that. Um, there's a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of wild fandom mm-hmm. surrounding the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, for sure. Now, we did a previous episode where we covered um, Haunted Houses. Right. We did it way back in episode 55, mm-hmm. but uh, that was the older format. We didn't cover everything in, in super depth necessarily. Mm-hmm. And so I talked a little bit about the uh, Haunted Mansion, but nothing like what we're going to get into in this episode. Yeah. Um, but not to repeat myself, I'm just going to glance over some of the bare facts sure. about it real quick. So the Haunted Mansion first opened in 1969 in Disneyland, which is in L.A., 
followed by the Disney World in Florida, Orlando, Florida, in 1971. But the first known plans to have something like the Haunted Mansion date back to 1951. Oh, wow. When there was like a plan drawn of Disney World, and so you can see Mickey's Castle and everything and all the various like bright, colorful, happy lands. Yeah. In that plan, there was one scary road. That's cool. That led off to a dark, spooky mansion. Yeah. And the original plan was to have a mansion that was very much based on New Orleans, Mm -hmm. sort of a dilapidated Louisiana-style mansion. But Walt himself said, no, 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 no. I refuse to have some rundown building in the middle of my beautiful, you know. uh, uh, Yeah, magical kingdom. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so he proposed something else. He wanted it to be more of a sort of like Victorian. Yeah. um, It has a lot of age and a lot of history, but it's not like broken windows and stuff like that. He had actually gone to the Winchester house, Mm -hmm. which we've also covered on the show before. Took a lot of inspiration for that for from uh, like seeing all the spooky long hallways, doors that lead to impossible areas. Mm -hmm. And then the exterior of the house is actually based on the Shipley Lidecker house from Mm -hmm. Baltimore. Oh, okay. There's So there's a house in Savannah. I can't remember the name of the house, but I talked about it in the Spooky Savannah episode that they say inspired the haunted mansion as well and i remember talking about that episode and looking at pictures and it seemed like it could be but also i mean it's a certain house style so how many there are bajillion houses that look kind of like that yeah it's true yeah um so uh the bare sort of idea of it that everybody sort of agrees on is that the house is haunted by 999 ghosts Mm -hmm. they call it 999 happy haunts yeah um you ride in a doom buggy because you're on a, a conveyor, it's a dark ride, like we like we yep. talked about in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. So you sit in a car that takes you through the haunted mansion, and so you're experiencing all the ghosts that are dancing in the ballroom. You go up to the attic. You see Madame Leota, who is a psychic with yeah. her head in a crystal ball. Um, but you are Ray Leota in the basement. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> who is a tough guy? Yeah, he's he's ransacking the place. He's yeah. stealing everything to. <laughs> To hawk it. You know, looking for doubloons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even before you set foot in the mansion, you're part of the magic. Yes. Because Disney, tell me if I'm wrong, is awesome and it is a magical place. No, you're absolutely correct. It rules. I only went there once and I went with Will and Allie three years ago. And I thought that I would, I knew I would like it, yeah. but I was blown away. It is a magical place. It's beautiful. I yes. loved it. I, uh, at a certain point, was transformed Mm -hmm. by Disney. Mm -hmm. I really thought that I would have my arms folded and and be like, please, too happy. Like, you know, I'd want to be like dark and tortured and above it all and cynical. Yeah. And then you go and your eyes just like. It's insane. I couldn't believe that I was looking at the castle and everything. It's incredible. It's awesome. I love it. I think that's where Ryan and I are going to take our vacation this year. Really? I think so. Oh, Chrissy. I know. That'd be great. I love it. I love it. And he's never been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. Yeah. I, I think that he's going to love it too. I think so. Um. So the Haunted Mansion, when you first walk up, I learned a few cool things. Yeah. Um. So evidently there's there are waiting signs, you know, that'll tell you, it'll be like a post out front of each and every ride that says what the wait time mm-hmm. is, an estimation of the wait time the lowest the wait time ever gets to on the haunted mansion even if nobody is there yeah is 13 minutes oh that's cool isn't that cute yeah that's fun the fun has already begun yes chrissy when you uh when you stand in the line 
Disney made it so that almost every single line on every single ride is an interactive experience itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have some intel from somebody who used to work at Disney that they really have gone above and beyond and out of their way to make sure that sometimes the line is even more fun than the ride. Yeah. Sometimes, because you might end up spending like an hour right, for standing sure. online for a ride that's five minutes long. Mm-hmm. There are some people that like get more uh, fun uh, on a permanent basis from standing in the line and looking at stuff, reading things, poking buttons, playing little games. Yeah. Than the fun they actually end up having on the roller coaster itself. That's cool. Yeah. So the uh, the Haunted Mansion line takes you through a graveyard. Yeah, it's sweet. And there are different graves. Uh, there's one that is like a wall of musical instruments. Mm-hmm. And so if you push any of the engraved musical instruments on this thing, it'll play a song. Right. There's an organ and you can hit the keys. Um, there is, uh, here's a crazy one that I, I don't think I remembered or, or really knew about. Okay. It's a little, I have a few things to read to you that are going to be kind of a little long, but quite frankly, I think they're rad. So, um, there is, a a thing, there's like a storyline, uh, about the dread family. Mm -hmm. The dread family is a family of six. Uh, there are five busts. Uh, one of them is for a set of twins. So there are two people on this bust. Yeah. Um, and they have all killed each other out of greed for the family fortune. Their busts are seen while waiting in line and are part of an interactive queue as a murder mess mystery for the guests to solve. Um, I'm going to spoil this. Yeah. Did I, it's going to take about a minute. I don't remember that. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) here we go. It's so cool. (laughs) It's so cool. Each bust includes a cryptogram and a small image to help the guest figure out who killed who. Okay, I definitely didn't realize this. Yeah, the the cryptograms are as follows. Uncle Jacob. Greed was the poison he had swallowed. He went first, the others followed. His killer's face he surely knew. Now try to discover who killed who. Mm. Uncle Jacob met his demise when he was spoiled by Birdie. Uh, with venom from Birdie's pet snake. Okay. Now we go to Birdie, an avid hunter and expert shot. In the end, that's what he got. Birdie was killed with a pistol by Aunt Florence as revenge for killing Jacob. Aunt Florence never did a dishonorable deed, yet found face down in canary seed. (laughs) Unfortunately, when Florence shot Birdie for killing Jacob, there was a rogue accident and the twins' pet canary was shot as well. Out of revenge, the twins killed Florence by <laughs> suffocating her with a bag of canary seeds. Oh, God, what a way to go. Here are the twins. Seeds in your nose. The twins Wellington and Forsythia Ooh. departed life while in their beds with identical bumps on identical heads. That's awesome. The twins were killed by Cousin Maud when she thumped their heads with a croquet mallet. Here's Cousin Maud, our sleeping beauty who never awoke the night her dreams went up in smoke. As the sole survivor of the Dread family, Maud became the heir to Uncle Jacob's fortune. Unfortunately, Maud was never to touch a penny of the money. Uncle Jacob knew she was after his fortune mm-hmm. and had put matches in her bun, her hair bun, as sabotage. When she fell asleep, the friction with her pillow caused a fire. <laughs> Ending the story of the murderous Dread family. The dead guy who started it all is the killer of the final survivor. That's awesome. Plausible? Of course not. Playful? Who cares? It's great. Yeah, that's so fun. It's so much fun. And that's just while you're in line waiting. Just while you're in line. 
it has nothing to really do with the haunted mansion, except right. that they're part of this 999 happy haunts mm-hmm. story, you know? Um, yeah, so that's honestly most magical place on earth, most magical place on earth. Honestly, it just the, the haunted mansion Wikipedia is so stuffed with information. Yes. It's, it's, it's really bonkers. Yes. And quite frankly, it's extensive. yes, it, there's too much information yes, for sure. Um, but I loved that. The dread. Yeah, that's awesome. The dread family. That's just past time. Yeah. Um, one of the other cool things about the ride, and I'll tell you more specifically about things that happen with the story of the ride and mm-hmm. what the ride is and everything, but, um, Still some of the like um, meta fun about the ride. There are hidden things embedded in the ride. This was um, pointed out to me by Diana, who asked mm-hmm. me to cover the hidden Mickeys. Oh, cool. Um, and the ring in the concrete. So uh, the hidden Mickeys thing is that um, I think just like if you watch a Disney cartoon movie, you might find out that, you know, there's a hidden Mickey Mouse, you know, the three circles of the iconic yeah. shape of Mickey embedded in architecture. Sure. I don't know. Among other things. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's darn tootin'. <laughs> yeah. Uh, check out American about Hysteria. To say, yes. Yeah. American Hysteria's most recent episode is about subliminal things hidden hidden in um, Disney movies, or are they? Yes. You mm-hmm. if you enjoy uh the the all the ideas that there are secret messages in Disney movies. Yep. Uh, like stuff we're gonna talk about with the Haunted Mansion, American Hysteria is yes. definitely for you. Chelsea Weber Smith, yep. crushing it. Mm-hmm. So smashed, smashed, (laughs) smashed. (laughs) There are hidden Mickey's in the haunted mansion. Here are some, uh, there, like I mentioned, there's a character named Madame Leota. She Mm -hmm. is a psychic. Her head is projected inside of a crystal ball. Yeah. Um, she has a handprint on a sign outside the entrance to the haunted mansion. It's almost like, um, at Grumman's Chinese Theater? No. Or... What is that thing where psychics usually have them in their window? I know oh, palmistry? You have... Palmistry. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. It's just like a palm print. Yeah. But hidden within her fingerprints is the swirls of a Mickey. That's so cool. It's so cool. Uh, embedded in the ground, in the actual concrete yeah. outside of the Haunted Mansion, there are, you know, little teeny tiny sewer caps. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're real. They might be for this design. I'm not yeah. sure. But, you know, presumably they're either vents for something underground, whatever. They're teeny tiny little sewer caps. Mm-hmm. But there are also horseshoe imprints oh. in the concrete as if the concrete had not completely dried yeah. and a horse-drawn carriage walked by. And so it seems random, but if you pay attention, mm-hmm. surrounding one of the uh, sewer grate tops, there are two horseshoe imprints making a Mickey out of it. Delightful. Um, there is in one of the gates at the exit, literally the wrought iron of the gate as it swings open and connects to like the grounding post. Mm-hmm. There is a loop with two loops around it to hold Make the gate in Mick. place. It's a Mickey. It's a Mick. It's a Mick. <laughs> um, there's a chandelier inside and in the chandelier, there are Mickey shapes in there. Uh, and then there's also a bathtub headstone as part of that line outside the front. Yeah. Uh, and there is a hidden Mickey uh, located on that there's as well so in the stone. There's detailed. This, the detail is crazy. Yeah. And it's not as if, it, it, I think part of the fun of it too is that it's not as if literally every single headstone has a hidden Mickey or something. Right. So it's not like they go like, all right, it's create It's not something. overkill. It's not overkill. And it's not like they go like, make something and make sure you put a Mickey in it. Right. You still have to kind of hunt for it because it's not necessarily going to be everywhere. Yes, exactly. That's so cool. It's almost like they build it all and then they go, we should hide a few Mickeys in here yeah. somewhere. Yeah. You know, and then just pick random spots where they could possibly get away with it. There's straight up a website called Find Mickey 
findmickeys.com mm-hmm. that lists out all of these with pictures That's awesome. from people, which is very cool. There are also other things that are hidden in addition to Mickey. Uh, there is a, like an ornate high back chair, which has um, like swirls on it in mm-hmm. the fabric. And the swirls are sort of an abstract version of Donald Duck's face. Oh, cool. There's a hidden Mr. Toad statue uh, out in, in the cemetery as you exit. Yeah. Like overlooking you as you leave. Yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, it, it, it means that not only can you enjoy the ride mm-hmm. and can invest in it, there's this whole meta game on top of yeah, it. Yeah, right. You should keep your eyes peeled and look out for other stuff. Right. Additionally, Mr. Toad makes me think of um, Ichabod Crane. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which we watched on Halloween, the Disney Ichabod Crane cartoon it where he rides so past good. the frogs that are going, Ichabod, Ichabod, Ichabod. And it is so good. It's Awesome. It's on YouTube. Totally recommend. Everybody look up Brom Bones singing the song of the Headless Horseman. Yes. It is spooky. Yeah, it's really, really good. And also note that Brom is basically Gaston. A thousand percent. Yeah. He's very Gaston. Mm -hmm. Very Gaston. Uh, Okay. Let's talk about one other rad thing that's in the ride, and it'll help transition into talking about the characters of this world. Cool. Because uh, one of the other things that Diana brought up to me was this idea of a ring being embedded in the concrete outside. Mm-hmm, right. It's so badass what Disney did here. Yeah. Um, I kind of can't believe it. So there are a bunch of characters in the Haunted Mansion ride. It's not just that you're riding through some haunted house. It's that you're uh, seeing a sort of story with recurring characters mm-hmm. who have supposedly had a life, either killed themselves or been killed, killed each other. Yeah. And we're seeing now what their afterlife is like. One of them is... The bride. Mm-hmm. We see the bride in the attic. Her heart beats this red. Um, and people theorized, because they noticed something outside, that the bride's wedding ring might be embedded in the concrete. Oh, this rings a bell. I think I knew this. Really? Yeah. So um, it turns out what people thought was the bride's wedding ring embedded in the concrete outside was not. Okay. It was actually just a cross section of one of those, you know, the the what you hang a rope from? Like if you're going to rope off yeah, uh-huh. a thing, the metal stand that the rope attaches to yeah. had been embedded in the concrete and they had cut it out. Oh, point. okay. So it's just a ring. It's just a cross section of this stand, a metal stand. I love that people saw that and assumed because, and it makes sense <clears> because <throat> Disney d- does go to such lengths to yes. have detail. You'd be like, oh, everything here is intentional. Correct. You so know? even their mistakes feel like they're yes. part of of the, yeah, the attraction. That works. And so that was really just sort of like fan lore. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. In November 2016, when the new interactive line was built, an official ring of the bride was embedded in the path. Ugh, because they knew this whole thing was there already, so why not play into it? I love that they didn't ignore that. They didn't ignore it. They knew about it. They paid attention. And then one day, they decided to make it real. I love that. So now the bride's wedding ring is embedded in the road. Did she throw it out the window? What happened? This is the coolest thing. I know. I, I just, I love it. it. Yeah. It it begs questioning, but in a way that is entertaining. Mm-hmm, totally. Um, so the bride herself um, may be based on the brown lady of, of Rainham Hall. Oh. Which is a famous ghost that I have saved the link for, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we will discuss. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Yes. Some of the other iconic ghosts include the Hatbox Ghost. Yes. Which uh, is sort of, yeah, Kristen's got mm-hmm. him on her shirt right now. He is wearing one of those sort of Victorian cloaks the way that Sherlock Holmes maybe would. Yep. 
uh, with the the high collar mm-hmm. and a top hat, and he's carrying a hat box, and he yep. walks with a cane. He's yep. got glowing yellow eyes. He is basically the figure yes. of the haunted mansion outside of the ghost host mm-hmm. uh, who announces everything to you as you walk in and everything. Yep. He's an icon. He's an icon. Icon legend. And the original th- idea for the hat box ghost is that he would also be in the attic. Mm-hmm. His head would disappear from off his shoulders and appear in the hat box right. in time with the beating of the bride's heart. Yes. The attraction didn't work. Yeah. It was based on lighting. All of the technology, they use like advanced lighting techniques to pull off all this stuff. If you go now, you'll see that they like project faces mm-hmm. onto flat um, white ovals essentially to make it look like three-dimensional 3D. faces and stuff. Way back when, in 1969, the technology didn't quite click for the hat box ghost, mm-hmm. so they eventually removed him. Right. And there were always rumors that he might come back someday. He's there now. He was he was restored in 2015. Yeah. It took a long That's time. Awesome. But he's always been the icon yeah, of totally. the ride. And uh now he has returned. He is also in Tokyo. And has been for a while. Is that right? For a while, people were like, that's one of the best parts of the Tokyo thing is that they actually have the hatbox ghost. Oh, that's interesting. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Um, There are the hitchhiking ghosts at the end of the ride. Yeah. Where it's said that uh, you got to be careful because one of the ghosts might try to come with you when you leave, uh, which is very fun. There are, of course, the dancing ghosts in the ballroom. Mm -hmm. And all of this is done. That's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah, the doom buggies ride by and you're looking down as if you're on the second story looking down into a room. Mm, and you see these like transparent ghost figures dancing with each other and twirling all around the room and stuff. It's so sweet. It's incredible. There's a technique that they use to project images um, to make it look as if there are uh, translucent figures dancing around. It's called Pepper's Ghost oh, technique. Cool. And so it's just a way of like projecting an image using, I think, a mirror. Hmm. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Sweet. I Whatever know. it is. If I knew how to do Pepper's Ghost, we'd be doing it down here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so here is the theory of the story. Cool. Because, um, you know, you go through the experience and you're kind of having fun, but it's like ghosts dancing and singing. You go to a graveyard. and Yeah, it's not like a clear narrative where they're telling you a story, Correct. but it sounds like based on things that happen, you can kind of cobble something together. Yes. And uh, www.wdwhints.com <laughs> thinks that they have pieced together what the story is. Sweet. Many years ago, Master Gracie and Emily were engaged, but Madame Leota was also in love with Master Gracie. Man, Master Gracie's got that good good. (laughs) He's got that good good. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Leota believed that if Emily were gone, Mm. Master Gracie would then fall in love with her and they could get married. On Master Gracie and Emily's wedding day, Leota killed Emily and put her in a trunk and put the trunk in the attic of the mansion. Well, (laughs) Master Gracie was so distraught over Emily's death that he hung himself. Madame Leota was left to haunt the mansion after she presumably died of old age, and still there she remains. Hmm. Mm. Now, Master Gracie is also said to be the ghost host. Okay. The ghost host makes some sort of a reference when you first walk in. You all crowd into this room that has portraits hung, and uh, then you sink into the ground, mm-hmm. or that's what it, it's made right, to look like. Right. Uh, the they call it the stretching extend. room or the, the stretch room. Yeah, the stretching room. Yeah. And so I guess there's a hint that the voice of the narrator who's telling you all this stuff is the person who hung himself. Master Gracie is the person who had the house. He hung himself, so they're one and the same. Okay. Um, now, here's the explanation of the depth of the ride, still from the same website, wdwhints.com. Mm-hmm. Did you know that you 
become the 1,000th happy haunt within the mansion. The ride begins with you entering this haunted house many, many years after those three died, Madame Leota, Gracie, and Emily. As you enter, you think you see the pictures on the walls following you or changing. Then you walk into the stretching room and you're not sure if your eyes are playing tricks on you or not. Hmm. Suddenly the lights go out. When you look up, you see the hanging body of Mr. Master Gracie. You are now scared, so you, quote unquote, run to find a way out of the house. This is you getting into the yeah, doom buggy. right. So the doom buggy is not just your tour through the house. This represents this is your you getaway. Trying to get out. Do you see, you see the hanging body of Master Gracie? I don't remember that. That I don't recall. Okay. I, I think it, the stretching is to symbolize a drop. Yeah, right. You know? Okay. Um, you run through the hallway, you run through the library where you see the pictures looking at you. You enter a room where you see Madame Leota calling up the ghosts and spirits to haunt the house and scare you away. This is where you see her face in that mm -hmm. glass ball. Yeah. Now that Madame Leota has awakened the ghosts, the ballroom scene is the first room you actually see real spirits. You keep running and find yourself in the attic where you see the ghost of Emily in a wedding dress, her heart beating. Next to her is the trunk containing her body. If you look closely, you'll see her wedding dress hanging out of the trunk, which I don't think I noticed. Oh. But I will definitely go back someday. Yeah. Emily is angry, restless, and strikes out at the first thing she sees, which is you. Ooh. Emily is... Uh, she pushes you out of the window. This is where the doom buggy tips backwards uh -huh. and you go down a ramp. Yeah. Um, uh, you descend down a hill. If you look to the right, you'll see the broken attic window that you just fell out of. This is a neat theory. I like this. You do not survive this fall. You are killed. This is why one of the next things that you see is a caretaker and his dog. Mm -hmm. They are not ghosts. The caretaker and his dog are real animatronics meant to look like they're alive, but they're they're terrified. Um, so the very next thing that you see is the caretaker and his dog shaking when they see you because mm. you are now a ghost. And the ghosts in the grave are celebrating. They're celebrating your death. Since you are a ghost now, the other ghosts appear more solid to you. Apparently, maybe the way the ghosts are presented is slightly different. Maybe they're a little more opaque. I yeah. don't think I quite realized that. No. The ride ends with Madame Leota telling you to remember to bring your death certificate if you want to return and retire at the mansion. So the story has already taken place when you enter the haunted house. The ride is your story of entering, becoming scared, trying to find a way out, but getting killed by Emily and becoming the 1,000th ghost. Or cool. as the album you gave me yeah. that was originally uh, pressed in 1969 says, a different kind of birthday celebration. Right. It's your death day. Very cool. That's the right of the Haunted Mansion. Isn't that great? Yeah, that rules. I love that. Having that context. Yes. Not as if this is a surprise. I would go on this ride any day, yeah, day totally. of the week. But it especially makes me want to get on the ride right now. I know. To experience it through that prism. I know. I'll have to like reread or re-listen to this before the next time we go because that's very cool. And that would I don't think that would ever occur to me that there are, it seems like there are real for this is the case for almost everything. It seems like there are real um haunted mansion enthusiasts out there. Yes. Because something awesome we touched on the last episode of the show is that there are video not walkthrough i don't know playthroughs or whatever of these different haunted mansion locations where you can see a video as though you were going on it it's obviously not going to be the same experience but you can kind of get the feel for it and there are people in the comments like me saying the thing about how the hat box man is in the tokyo one it's because people commented about that in 
on the YouTube video of the Tokyo exhibit. They're like, oh, the reason this one is great is because it's had the hat man for a uh, while. Okay. Like there are people who like really are aware of this stuff and track this stuff. Yes. And it's for a reason. It's totally sweet. And it's then, then people cool. can come up with connections and theories like that. I love it. That's so It fun. was so much fun to read. Yeah. And um, yeah, it never occurred to me to think of the narrative of the experience. I just thought of it as a a series of images and a series of experiences. Mm -hmm. But I love the idea that it can all be one connective story. Well, I love, not only do I love the idea that it can be one connected story, but the idea that things happening while you're going through are meant to symbolize other things. Like the idea that when you tip back and you're going down, that's actually you falling through the window. Yeah. Like it's, it's, there's more symbolism possibly at play than you're aware of. Well, I also, do you think that's legit? Do you think that was intended? And it doesn't really matter because you make it, you know, whatever it's up to you. But like, do you think that that was the intent of the people who made it? Or do you think it's just putting into a context that's very cool and interactive? It's funny. It's a version. I think the only answer I can possibly give is a version of what we just previously discussed with that ring embedded in the concrete Mm -hmm. even if it's not literally true that disney made this all intentional Mm -hmm. it's plausible to think that they would have it totally is and so um i i would love to go back Mm -hmm. and try to have it confirmed until then i'm gonna say i don't know for sure yeah i think there is a way to overthink everything yeah but um, I and also sometimes things do match up neatly. Correct. When they weren't even intended to. Yes. And yeah. sometimes things are tulpas. Yeah. And if you believe it enough, it becomes true. Yeah. Like the ring in the concrete. Yeah. Yeah. And Disney true. will just go like, yeah, you're right. That's, that's a good idea. So that's real now. Yeah. So I'm going to say maybe I'm going to I'm going to say maybe leaning toward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, can I say one last thing? Yeah. By all means. Hey, it's so, your birthday. I guess you can do whatever you want. Thanks. Sass. Welcome, bro. So there is a movie. Yes. Based on the Haunted Mansion. Did you look up anything about this? No, I mean I know I know about it, but no, I didn't. I kind of forgot that it existed until we talked. We're talking about it now. Yes, it is a 2003 horror comedy, I guess technically, mm-hmm. starring Eddie Murphy. Is it? Would you call it a horror comedy or is it like a children's movie? I assume it's definitely it was, like a children's. I assume it was a kids movie. Yeah, but okay. it's a ghost story too. Yeah. So, um, it is one of the most um, derided. Yeah. Mocked movie has ever made mm-hmm. really i think it was also partially responsible for like destroying eddie murphy's film career yes yeah i think it is He's i know that just much now coming it. back right you know Got um, that netflix movie yes so i looked up some of the plot and i watched some clips and i watched the trailer it mm-hmm. just does it doesn't look horrible mm-hmm. it just doesn't look good i think particularly the more damning thing that happened in 2003 is that not only had disney made a movie out of their theme park ride the haunted mansion 2003 is also the year of their other theme park ride movie, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, oh. Curse of the Black Pearl, which uh-huh. was so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And, you know, kickstarted, you know, such a gigantic franchise mm-hmm. that spanned five movies and is being rebooted now. Um, it, it's just crazy. It's being rebooted? Absolutely. Re- repirate booted? Repirate booted. Mm. And uh, so I think in comparison in particular, people were already saying, how are you going to make a movie out of a theme park ride? Yeah, right. Pirates of the Caribbean showed you how to do it right. I also love that ride. Haunt- oh, man. Pirates of the Caribbean is so good. Yeah. Um, when we went, we basically went Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Mm -hmm. Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. We just kept walking back A couple small worlds. A couple small worlds. Kristen loves small worlds. I love small worlds. Mary Blair art. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, this movie just, uh, really, uh, tanked it, stunk and sucked. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, here's the, the bare premise. 
guy kills himself because his beloved bride committed suicide. Not totally dissimilar mm-hmm. from the story that I just told you before. Decades later, Eddie Murphy comes to the house with his wife, who happens to look just like the dead bride. Uh-oh. So it's one of those stories where like, you look at a portrait and you're like, yeah, you look just like her. It's like, how many times are we doing this? Yeah. Um, is she the reincarnation of the lady? The man is still there. Mm-hmm. He's So does that kick him up? Yeah. He gets upset? Yeah, he wants to reunite. With his bride. And then it turns out the butler did it. He killed her. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then I just I think I just copied and pasted this. I wrote this last week. Okay. So I don't even remember right. why I did this. But now all of a sudden my notes just say, Ramsley reveals... <laughs> Ramsley reveals that he killed the multiracial Elizabeth to prevent Gracie from abandoning his white American heritage. I completely forgot about this. What? <laughs> There's like sh- a weird racial element to the haunted mansion? <laughs> Evidently. Strange. Evidently. Trapping the children in a trunk, Ramsley throws Jim out of the house, enchanting the mansion so Jim cannot enter. Here's a quote from Richard Roper. It's dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the Haunted Mansion. There are also rumors that... Um, it's dreadful. There are also rumors that the Haunted Mansion will be turned into another movie. I, I guess right. you could I call mean, it a reboot, but... Yeah, it's maybe, maybe they'll movie. do it well. Maybe they won't do it right. Do it well. I mean, do it'd be it great. Right. Yes, make it yeah. fun. Make it a little silly, but don't go full uh, wacky. Yeah. Don't get into white American heritage, maybe, in this fun yeah. <laughs> fun haunted house <laughs> keep story. It, keep colonialism out of it. It's bizarre. It's, just, it's so <laughs> weird. Um... Yeah, I don't know. You know, I do I, uh, also, I'm sorry, final thing that I will say about it, but I also found out that evidently part of the inspiration for the mansion and everything mm-hmm. might have been Shirley Jackson's The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, cool. Which now having seen that show yeah. be made by Walt Flanagan, Walt Flanagan, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan yeah. turned into that Netflix series that is so amazing. Yes. And it's about a family mm-hmm. and it's all ghosty in this big scary mansion. Yeah. It's like an adulty. Yeah, you can, uh, yeah, counterpart to haunted The Haunted mansion. mansion. Absolutely. Yeah, you're totally right. That's yeah. awesome. There you go. All right, well, let's go international, Will. Let's do it. Let's take a trip. I got my passport ready. All right, great. We're going to stop at the shortest place first, which is Tokyo. Okay. The reason this is short, there's almost nothing to say about Tokyo Haunted Mansion. It looks awesome. I did the YouTube tour thing, but it's very much the same as the ones in America. There's oh, okay. not really a whole lot of divergence there, except for a couple of things. Like I said, they've had the, the hat box guy there. Um, a lot of people were commenting and saying that it looks like the Haunted Mansion originally did when it first came out in the 70s and 80s. Oh, that's cool. Because as you said, they kind of redesigned things in the ones in America. Like they figured out how to make that technology work right. on those like oval things to make them look 3D. Before that, before they figured that out, they didn't have that, obviously. They had something else. And it seems like the one in Tokyo kind of has older technology, probably intentionally, just because it's kind of cool and kitschy. And so some people say that it's like nostalgic, that version of the Haunted Mansion, and they really like it. I like that. I like that idea. I do, too. Allie and I have been talking about going to Japan. Oh, cool. Oh, sweet. You talked to to Audrey about it. Yeah. I was surprised, and this ended up being a theme throughout all of them, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised that Madame Leota's head in the crystal ball was doing her speaking part in English. And there were things throughout the Haunted Mansion here and there in all of these that were in English, if not entirely in English sometimes. Um, And I forget that English is a pretty 
pervasive language yeah. in a lot of other places in the world. Like, For sure. you know, our American movie stars are movie stars internationally, generally. So yeah. a lot of places have at least a little bit of an understanding of English. And I was just surprised. I was expecting to hear everything in the respective languages in the Haunted Mansions, but there's a lot of English going on. Interesting. Yeah, just interesting. Um, you know, what? I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Paris for last because it's got a pretty cool story. So let's now move over to Hong Kong's Disneyland Mystic Manor rather than it being the Haunted Mansion, which you touched on last time. So this has a totally different vibe than the other Haunted Mansions because it's not really a haunted mansion. It doesn't have any references to ghosts or spirits in it. Um, So rather than it being scary, it's more, it has some sinister elements, like a little bit, but it's more just magical and enchanted, basically. So in traditional Chinese culture, many families worship their ancestors and pray for them, or pray to them for blessings rather than regarding ghosts as a scary thing. Mm -hmm. So I think the idea is that it would be kind of disrespectful to have a haunted house where we're afraid of ghosts and things like that because it's something that's very important to them. Which honestly makes a certain amount of sense. Oh, totally. Um, Yeah, I feel like uh, anytime that I've written like ghost stuff myself, Mm -hmm. even like in writing it, I end up getting a little like sentimental and feeling bad for the characters rather than being scared. Yeah, they're supposed to be, they're humans. They're humans. They're humans that like suffered and now they're still here. Yeah, completely. It is crazy. I mean, I, I shouldn't say it's crazy we're scared of ghosts. Like, that's a scary thing. You oh, know it's I mean? totally like, scary. But I feel like I feel like all of our lore could have very well gone a different direction yeah. and been in line with China's thing, which is the idea of ghosts and spirits are real, but you're not scared of them because these are your passed on loved ones and real people. Yes. Like that makes sense. That could have been all of our lore, but we decided to go with, and a lot of other places decided to go with, like, ah, they've died, but they're back, which ah. is unnatural, so that's scary. Get you the know? hell out of here. And it is. Yeah. But I also like the idea of it just being like, whatever. There yeah. are people, we love them, you know, depending on the ghost. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. You know, it took me a second. You mm-hmm. said when our, you know, if we think of our passed on loved ones, uh-huh. I had a second there where I, I had a hard time hearing it and i thought you said our past unloved ones oh how scary is that yeah i like that here we go our the past, the, unloved, the past ones. unloved ones maybe those are the scary ghosts i'm being haunted by my past unloved ones <laughs> yeah 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 um, so it has a different vibe. It doesn't even look like a scary haunted mansion or anything. It looks like a kind of like a happy colored mansion and stuff like that, like bright colors and stuff. Um, because the storyline is that the owner of this house is Lord Henry Mystic, who decided to build this mansion in the uncharted wilderness of New Guinea that's known for supernatural happenings. And that's a particular interest of Henry's because he is part of the society of explorers and adventurers so the house is kind of like a museum slash warehouse of artifacts that he and his fellow members have come across over the years and he displays his unusual findings from his travels there he also has a pet monkey named albert who lives with him and who helps him out with stuff it's his friend so he has recently gotten in the storyline a magical music box that albert opens when he's not supposed to and that brings everything in the house to life Love it. So in the YouTube video, there's a YouTube video for this as well, for all of them. He opens the box and then probably either projector or little, um, what do you call it? Those things where it's like little teeny plastic spaghetti looking things with a light on the end of them. You know what I mean? Plastic spaghetti things. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Yes, I do. What do you call that? They're almost fluorescent, but they're not. Yeah. They're yeah. not. Uh, they're, wait, fiber? I know, it's fiber optic? Fiber optic. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so it's either projection or fiber optics. Do you like a little sprinkle coming from the box that spreads through? It starts to spread throughout the mansion and warehouse. And there are even like crates that have stuffing in them that are opened that have a little thing. So yeah. that's where it really feels like warehousey too. I like that. It's awesome. So that magic comes out of the music box and it makes things happen like um, suits of armor start singing, paintings come to life. Um, but there are things that are a little bit scary, like a crossbow animates and points right at you. Oh no! In your buggy. Um, locusts swarm all over a mummy sarcophagi. A wall breaks open and there's a screen behind it and it makes it look like Albert the monkey is flying outside, hanging on to a tree. Oh. But he swings back in and gets in. Okay, thank God. And that's toward the end of the ride. And he closes the music box. And then Dr. Henry or Lord Henry Mystic opens a door and he's like, Albert, you didn't open that box, did you? And he's like, No. Or, you know, like monkey, like me, me, or something. <laughs> and Albert's like, Okay, friend, or whatever, and closes the door. It's awesome. I love that. Um, it's scored with music by Danny Elfman, mm, which is very cool. That is cool. And it's different than the others also in the way that you do it. It's not a doom buggy. It's a trackless ride. So I, I don't even know how it works, really. it's You're not on a track. This thing just must have a motor that's programmed to like take you different places. What? And apparently, it, it, so what I read, and I don't totally understand it, um, it said... And this was from, let me see, we'll put all the sites in the show notes, but this was from the website Disney Fandom told me about this slash Mystic Manor. Um, it said that each time you do it, you're taken to different rooms. So you're not having the exact same ride every time it goes on. Oh. My question is, does it take you to everything in there, but just in a different order? Right. Or do you not get to see the entirety of the space in one ride. I don't know yeah, the answer is it to like that. Almost uh, not choose your own adventure because maybe mm -hmm. you don't have any uh, say over what's happening. But right, is it like, yeah. Different. Your own adventure is chosen for you. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's very fascinating. Yeah, it looks super cool. I mean, these all look super cool. Premise mm -hmm. idea for a rebooted Haunted Mansion film. Great. Possibly film series. Mm -hmm. Professor Henry Mystic has seen... Uh, uh, his fair share of odd relics and stuff. Yeah. He's gone to Mystic Manor. He has seen all of this stuff. He's displayed his wares all over the world, almost like a P.T. Barnum type of mm -hmm. person. He ends up purchasing the Gracie Manor, yeah. thinking, well, I'm going to have another know. windfall with all this sort of like fun and frivolity in here, right. only to find out this stuff in here is a little more twisted and scary. Yeah, and he's so, used to, to fun and enchanted. This yeah, is like he's spooky. He's a little out of his depth. Or, or alternately, he makes a living saying that he's got all these mystical relics, but it's all just, you know, parlor tricks. Uh -huh. he's and a big then he faker. buys, yeah, he's like a Zach Bagans of the, let's say, 1920s. How dare you? Everything he has is legit. Of course. But I get your point. We Go saw on. him sit in that rocking chair and it hurt his back. Yeah, exactly. It hurts back real bad. And then people on Twitter said it hurt their backs. Yeah, of course. He so, has the devil's rocking chair. And Will and I saw him sit in it. Yeah, I saw the devil <laughs> sit in his rocking chair on his porch whittling. Um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, yeah, he's got all these like parlor tricks, and none of them are actually real. Yeah, and then he hears about this manor in Louisiana, mm -hmm. uh, and he purchases it, and he finds out, oh my god, it's all real. Yeah, that's good. Guillermo del Toro, hit me up. Oh man, I'm ready to write. 
I'd be so stoked if we're there was a Guillermo del Toro Haunted Mansion movie. Yes. But we were understanding. I, well, I still want to play. I think it might be happening. I think he's one of the producers. Oh, really? I think so. Okay, great. Um, Fantastic. Everybody get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, fly us around the world to go to every version of the Haunted Mansion for research, and then we'll get to work on it. Oh, the, my uh, God. Haunted Mansion reboot starring Henry Mystic. Yes. Charlatan who discovers real ghosts. Who is played by Hugh Jackman. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about Disneyland Paris. That man can do anything, William. Uh, but him and, talking to like a monkey sidekick? Mm, no. Yes. No. Yes. I'll have to think about it more. He was he was right on my brain because I saw a picture of he and his wife. There was like a headline that was like, Hugh Jackman and wife dressed the same walking down the street. And I was like, what the hell is this going to be? And I clicked on it and they're just like wearing black coats. <laughs> And black hats. Like, it was pretty normal. Honestly, I get that being a celebrity is probably pretty awesome. It also sounds like a major pain in the ass. Yeah, I was expecting something funny, and I was like, they're just dressed for winter. Yeah. Okay, so the last one that I'm going to talk about, which has a little bit more of a fleshed out story, I think theoretically, like you were saying, for the other haunted mansions, I don't think that they're saying it explicitly or anything, but it was written as though it's a narrative, the same way you read something, but I am um, condensing a little bit. This is Disneyland Paris's Phantom Manor rather than the Haunted Mansion. So I also, you know, I don't know every little thing about this, but it sounds like it's incorporated into a larger story that takes place in at least Frontierland. Like all these things are kind of connected in Frontierland. So like I said, it's in Frontierland, the park of Disney Paris, and it's made to look like a Western Victorian house and it has a Western plot to fit that theme. Um, I thought the house kind of looks like the psycho house a little bit, but whatever. Um, it's also made to be a little bit scarier than the other haunted mansions. Cool. It's a little bit more intense. Love that. So the story is that the mansion was home. I'm just going to, I wrote this. So I'm just going to read for yeah, my sure. thing. Maybe just I'll go read for it. it verbatim. The story is that the mansion was home to the Ravenswood family with the wealthy father, Henry Ravens. Uh, yeah, it was the wealthy father, Henry Ravenswood, his wife, Martha, and their daughter, Melanie. He got rich by striking gold in Big Thunder Mountain, which is part of that theme park. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Oh, so like he was panning. Yes, in the Big Thunder Mountain <laughs> In ride. the other theme park ride. Yes, which I think is very cool. That is cool. Um, And then he built the mansion using that money. The lands of this theme park is rumored to be home to the Thunderbird, a powerful spirit of the land who may manifest through earthquakes. Now, the Thunderbird is a real thing, or at least yeah. that's like a genuine part of lore. It's one of the final um, the final bosses in Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Oh, nice. Um, so Ravenswood didn't believe in the Thunderbird, or he wasn't worried about that at all, and his miners dug deeper and deeper into the land for gold over time because they kind of exhausted their resources. So they're going even further, disturbing the land more. Oh, no. So as Melanie got older and drew suitors, they wanted to take her away from Thunder Mesa, which is the name of this town and land. <laughs> Thunder Mesa, okay. And Henry, her father, wasn't into it. So he killed the first four suitors who came I around. I really thought you were going to say, so he killed her. <laughs> um, but the, those suitors just like kept on coming. Um, so they have a stretching room in this version of the Haunted Mansion or whatever it's called, the Phantom Manor. And this stretching room has portraits of Melanie with these different dudes in it. It's always Melanie and there's a different guy in each picture. Oh. Then as they're telling the story in French, so I didn't know what was going on, Melanie disappears from the picture. I think she was probably a projection onto an existing physical thing. And the thing stretches up like it does 
you know, in the haunted mansions in right. the U.S., and it shows different ways that these guys died. So in the video, I only saw three of them. I assume that there are four because the story said there are four. Um, one shows the man sitting on a log with a blade coming toward him. You know what I mean? Like splitting a log. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another has a guy um, with a bear about to attack him. Another is a guy in a boat and that boat's about to go over the cliff. So it looks like they're posing for nice pictures. Then you expand it and these guys are in You peril. see that they're actually, yeah, about exactly. to die. Peril at the hands of her father, Henry. So, the you know, the suitors keep on coming. Eventually, a man named Jake was supposed to marry Melanie and Henry would have killed him. Had he and his wife not been killed in an earthquake, perhaps the work of the Thunderbird. Wow. Because they were disturbing the land. Right. Nevertheless, Jake was killed by a mysterious phantom on their wedding day, who lured him to the attic of the manor and hung him from the rafters. So Melanie was left waiting for her groom to come with all the workers around and everything and her in her wedding dress, holding her flowers, just waiting. So Melanie has stayed in the house by herself in her dress, wandering around, still holding her bouquet and still hoping that her groom would show up, but he never has. Wow. So they took the idea of that bride from the haunted mansion in the U S and expanded on it and changed it. So her design is similar and it's a bride thing, but it basically all revolves around her. I love that. So the groom never showed up. However, the phantom did no the phantom showed up at the house laughing at melanie's pain and inviting in his demonic friends to warp the house and haunt it while it fell into disrepair so these are the ghosts of the haunted mansion that guy's a real jerk he's a real jerk so from wikipedia what they say to end it is quote some nights when the moon is full and the sky is clear of clouds, one can still hear the lonely mourning of the bride, the maniacal laughter of the phantom, and the faint tinkle of glass and laughter of party guests. Whether she's alive or not, what is well known is that poor Melanie really never left the crumbling mansion. She waits for her groom until judgment day. Wow. So that's the story they had. And it was basically, you could guess that they meant that her father was the phantom of who course. came back. Yeah. And... Uh, the Phantom Manor actually had to close for a year recently and reopened just this past April. And when it did, the new storyline confirms that the Phantom is indeed Henry Ravenswood. Wow. Mm-hmm. Does he resemble? So have you seen him? Um, I'm trying to think if he shows up. He must. And I don't really remember. I'm basically wondering if he resembles the Hatbox ghost. Did they like expand the idea of that <sighs> ghastly? The Hatbox ghost plays like some sort of like I don't elderly know. kook. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Interesting. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. That sounds really cool. I know. That's I really great. I love that it's like, yeah, he made his money all on uh, old Thunder Mountain over there. I yes. love that it's all incorporated in this town. It's all real. Yeah. It's all real. Super, super cool. They so, create their own reality and they yeah. sell you on it so well. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah. So those are the international haunted mansions. And heck, all of them. Hey, that's everything. Yeah. That's all of the Disney haunted mansions. Yeah. I also wonder if, in part, the Phantom Manor in Paris is based on the grave of Mary Ellis. <laughs> it's about a bride that's waiting for her groom to come yeah, back. Yeah, but that's like a classic ghosty story. No, nah, I think they know about that movie they probably theater know. parking lot <laughs> grave. <laughs> I'm going know. there in just like an hour and chain. No, like oh, yeah, two hours. Right. Going yeah, there tonight. Yeah, yeah. You're going hunting. <laughs> oh, I am the hunter. I'm going to see the Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw it already. I thought it was good. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm that was really fun. I was really surprised. I really don't care about the Terminator, yeah. but actually my husband wanted to go for his birthday and I was like, oh. yeah, sure, whatever. Nice. We have AMC Stubbs. 
And also, I'm just a nice person who's happy to go to a movie she doesn't want to every once in a while. It's not just about stubs. Anyway, um, <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. I can't wait. I'm very yeah. excited for it. Yeah. Um, so let's get Willie the hell out of here, yeah. gang. Let's That's go. the end of this episode of Guides the Unknown. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next week, you can find us, like we said, on patreon.com slash pod if you want to get some more of us. Before next week hits, we got all kinds of bonus stuff over there for a minimum of $4 a month. We'd love for you to check it out. Including the full story of Mary Ellis, the parking yes. lot ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen and I did a ghost hunt at a grave. You can see the actual footage. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. In our hour-long documentary. We talked about it before, but it's so cool. If you I haven't know. checked it out, go watch it. Have a good time. I'm almost regretting it being on Patreon and not YouTube because it's so cool. <laughs> I know. I edited but, it to be a little scary, yeah. too. If you watch it, it feels kind of Blair Witchy. I didn't mm-hmm. put me music in i made the the footage like cut out at different times the audio is weird at i times. watched it it's really did good you watch it? yes cool. i did it's you did a great job yeah put it on your tv i think yeah, i think you'll cool. i think you'll have fun with it yeah um so check but that's that just out. like one of the things we have a whole bunch of bonus stuff over there and more to come so check that out you can follow us on social media at gttu pod everywhere we'd also super appreciate if you left us a five-star review on apple podcasts or whatever you use we to got listen some, to podcasts we got some great Great people trying to combat the bad review we got. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm telling you, I read a couple of reviews where people mentioned the peanuts and gave us five-star reviews. Oh, thank you. We had people go like, I don't like the peanuts either. And I like this show quite a bit. Uh, and I, I really, really loved that. Can I can I read one real quick? Yeah, by all means. Um, I just thought that they were really fun uh, because we got slammed. We got straight slammed mm-hmm. by somebody who said that they, they were going to give the show a bad review because yeah. we said we don't like the peanuts. We've never <laughs> seen the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, whatever. <laughs> so this is from uh, Wonder Girl. Uh, each episode gets better. Even if you don't like Charlie Brown Halloween cartoons, Will and Kristen, you will always get five stars from me. Thank Aww. you so much for what you do. I look forward to hearing your next story every week. Oh, good, good. And uh, uh, this is a bunch of letters. L-T-S-C-S-A-G-V. Good find. I came to this little Debbie cake of a podcast <laughs> <laughs> by way of Ghost in the Burbs. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> clearly one of us. Yeah, I just realized this doesn't mention Charlie Brown, but I saw. Oh, that's fine. This I saw little, little Debbie, Debbie. Of a podcast. That's... Is that a reference to something we've described things as being a little Debbie of a show? Yeah, I certainly <laughs> did on old podcasts with Bobby refer to things as being a little Debbie of a time. <laughs> Maybe I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but there you well, go. Well, thank you. If you want to leave some more five star reviews, that would be awesome awesome make it a little birthday present to will oh yeah please sure. leave us good reviews it we really 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 appreciate oh, he- it here's the other one yeah uh this is from l l s i d h e o s i have no interest in the peanuts either <laughs> the quirky content so funny of your podcast is as interesting and fun as the host sibling relationship the comedy and references and are near and ne- are near silent laughter moments <laughs> at the best at their best yeah because we laugh so much that we just stop making sound should we man i like how people have um really rallied around this peanuts thing maybe we should slam something every week for people to yeah hell yeah share positivity through your dislike of the peanuts (laughs) but thank
Thank you guys. We really super appreciate those reviews and we want to keep our rating high on Apple Podcasts. So whenever you're feeling inclined, we'd really appreciate if you left those. So thank you. Yes. If you're not an Apple person, mm -hmm. other places where you can leave reviews are Stitcher yep. or Podchaser, which is an up and coming. They're referring to themselves as the IMDB mm -hmm. of podcasts. We've already got a couple of good reviews on there. You can follow the show there. You can follow us as creators there. Yeah. Podchaser.com. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. You can find our Guides to the Unknown Secret Society on Facebook, which is a cool hangout place. And you can find both of us online separately. I'm at Chillin' Kristen on Instagram and Twitter. I am at The Myth Traveler. Mm -hmm. So thank you all so much for coming to hang out with us once again. We really hope you had a good spooky time and learned yeah. about some scary stuff in some haunted mansions. Uh, and we'll be back next week for more chilling tales to spook your nights. That's right. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. Thank you.